0: All you need to know, the Bloomberg Quinn podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning, guys. You're listening to this Bloomberg Quinn podcast with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of November. The biggest news up front, and it's only just come in... Ratings agency Moody's has upgraded India's credit rating to BAA2 from BAA3. That's one notch. It has also changed its outlook to stable from positive. Moody's expects that continued progress on economic and institutional reforms will over time enhance India's high growth potential and its large and stable financing base for government debt. Now, before we get to the other updates from India, let's look at some of the major news from overseas. In the US, the House Republicans passed their version of legislation to overhaul the US tax code by slashing the corporate tax rate. The legislation, when implemented, will lower tax burdens for most individuals and would add an estimated $1.4 trillion to the federal deficit over the next decade. White House Chief Economist Kevin Hassett has suggested that the US economy could sustain a growth rate of around 3% if this plan becomes law. The People's Bank of China boosted its supply of money into the financial system by the most since January, adding to speculation that policymakers are looking to ease concerns sparked by a bond market sell-off. The move comes only days after the yield on the Chinese benchmark government bonds rose above the 4% mark for the first time in three years. They're currently at 3.94%. China, which is a producer of more than half of the world's aluminium, is also studying ways to keep battling over capacity. That's according to an official at the nation's top state-owned producer. The official spoke to Bloomberg and added that existing approved projects would be more than enough to meet demand. The $1 trillion sovereign fund that Norway has built by pumping oil and gas over the past two decades wants to sell all its petroleum stocks. The move is aimed at diversifying the country's financial risk. Siemens has announced the most sweeping round of job cuts in years with a plan to eliminate about 6,900 positions worldwide and to also close factories. The company, which is Europe's biggest engineering business, grapples with a sharp drop in orders for power plant equipment. In the international markets, US stocks gained the most in two months, aided by a rally in technology shares. Treasuries fell and the dollar traded little changed. The S&P 500 and the Dow both climbed 0.8%, while the Nasdaq ended higher by 1.3%. Asian markets also look set to end the week on a positive note. In early trade, the Nikkei is trading as high as 1.6%. Here are some of the updates from back home now. The government's strategic divestment is proceeding as per plan. The government won't rush through stake sale proposals, including that of Air India. That's according to Neeraj Kumar Gupta, the Secretary of the Department of Investment and Public Asset Management. He said that in an interview with Bloomberg Quint. He also said that the ONGC HPCL deal will take place only after meticulous planning. The government is considering a proposal to offer consumers a 2% tax discount for paying online. That's seemingly another effort at nudging Indians away from cash. The union cabinet has approved the setting up of a national anti-profiteering authority under the goods and services tax. And finally, Mukesh Ambani's family is the richest in Asia as its net worth rose a jaw-dropping $19 billion to $44.8 billion in 2017, according to a Forbes list. Darshan Mehta is here now to take you through the trade setup for the day. Darshan, the rating upgrade and positive cues from overseas looks Set to be a, an interesting session to say the least.
1: Yes, absolutely Alex. Uh, the SGX Nifty actually jumping from 35 points to being over 60 points uh, when the news of the Moody's upgrade that came in. So expect it to be a strong session after the one that happened yesterday. But a lot of news, a uh, couple of numbers that are there out today. GMT Auto, Kalyani Forge, May- Mayur Unicota, Sadbhav Infra, Salzer Electronics and S-Chan. Some of the numbers that came in after market hours, uh, weak earnings from Honda Seal and strong earnings from Aluwalia Contract and Matrimony.com. couple of counters that will be in focus. The RBI has raised the FPI limit on ICICI Lombard to 49% from 24%, on Edelweiss to 49% from 40% and in Petronet LNG to 40% from 30%. So these three counters will be in focus. JSW Energy will be out of the FNO from the February series. As far as some of the bulk deals are concerned, Bidla Sun Life Asset Management bought in 1.6% stake in Dixon Tech, and Old Bridge Capital, which is the fund owned by Kenneth andrade, bought in almost 3.6% stake in Thangamail Jewellery. As far as the IPO is concerned, HDSC Standard Life will list on the exchange. The base price is 2.90 per share. In terms of brokerages, Nomura has raised just dial target to 635. And finally, the weightages in the model portfolio of Greed and Fear have been changed. Weightages in Z Entertainment and ACC in the Asia X Japan only long portfolio have been removed. So the weightage of uh, Z Entertainment 4% that is is given to Bharati et al. And the 4% weightage of ACC is been given to Dalmia Bharat. Also weightage is given to Vedanta from uh, removing it from a Chinese company. And a 1% percentage point will be removed from Maruti Suzuki and it will be given to Godrej
0: Properties. Thanks, Darshan. Well, do log on to Bloomberg Quint Live over the course of the day and you'll get all the live market action here. That's all I have for you on this podcast. I'll be back next week. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great weekend.